When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is Sheep Hibbets the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts dude wears a black tank top every show it's his outfit, dude. Probably sells them too. It's all marketing, right? Who cares about what he wears? I wear this Spurs hoodie every single day. Marketing. You know why? Because we got Wimbenaya. We got Wimbenaya. He's a favorite to win rookie of the year. He won't win it. Chet Holmgren. Chad or Scoot. Yeah, that's it. I really think it's going to be Chet Holmgren. Because he missed all last year, so he's still a rookie. But who's talking basketball right now, man? Well, and Scoot played in the G League, so, I mean, he's really not a rookie either. I think Scoot wins it. All right. Well, that's good. But it we all should, started when know. a dumbass met another dumbass, and they became the dumbass trio the end. I gave Arnold today off. He said it's popular now at a lot of companies. They apparently take Mondays off. They do four-day work weeks? Yes. Oh, must be nice, man. And Fridays after the happy hour, everybody goes home. That's nice too because they have beer cart at noon here. I remember mean, we didn't we don't hear, but remember we used to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Beer cart Friday was at noon. They would take the cart around full of beers, and you could grab a beer and sit around and chat. And it's like, if you're gonna have that, why even have people work on Friday? Right. And when the beer cart comes around, it's is it just known that you don't do any more working because you don't want to get on a call and you're all sloppy. For sure. <laughs> it's like this is the end of the day. Thanks for working hard all week. Here's a free beer. Enjoy that. Gossip with your coworkers and head on out into the world for Friday for the weekend. So my question is, do they really get a lot of work done in those three hours that they're here on Friday morning before the beer cart? Probably not because all they're thinking about is the beer cart. And the beer cart, I mean, it kind of liquors and lubes you up. So you're going to have three beers then. You can't wait to get home from work. Then by the time the kids get home from school, you're drunk. Yeah, that's true. And maybe some of them just don't even have kids or they don't go get the kids and the kids have to walk home and find their mom or dad just, oh, we don't want, that's sad, man. And it's no way they're stopping after a couple beers at the office. You just continue it. You go to happy hour. So these people just drink all of Friday. I'm not going to say that. I think there's some responsible people here that uh, probably stop after one or two. Ray, it's tough moderation. 
Uh, some things, yeah, are tough. Moderation. The spice of life. It gets in down in your blood. Mm. But can I just tell you that um, I had a terrible weekend, man. Here, we got to do our intro. Oh, we haven't started yet? Okay. We're going to do it live. We are the one, two, three. Sore losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Y'all, it's Sizzin. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. Live on the west side with Bazer. Holy hell, did we have a long, big show. You know it's a quite the shift when you come in and you're seeing double. And man. Oh, if I walked in the house and I saw double, I'd be like, hell yeah, wife, thanks for inviting the friend. <laughs> Usually just on birthdays. That's right. <laughs> oh, no, no, she's never done that for my birthday. I thought year 40 was going to be the year she did it, but nope. I'm now 42, still waiting. Maybe I should do that for her 40th. I should invite her friend over. What it, Was it Tilted Kilt? Two chicks worked at, as Guy was telling me, he goes, Tilted Kilt, and one of them was his wife, and she came home from work one day with an extra girl from Tilted Kilt for his birthday. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> Where'd you meet this dude? He's my uh, tire guy. He, they sponsored us. He was one of his friends. It's not. It's literally not him, but... Not he, bad. He told me the story. It's like one of those stories you just hear through the... You're never going to know somebody that that actually happens to, but Correct. it's crazy to hear that story. You're like, are you dead serious? Like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, I have a friend. How come that everybody has a friend that it's happened to? How come it's never the person you know that it's happened to? Because it's such a rare story. I, I'm sure he's probably told it. It's probably about five people removed from him. He probably doesn't even know the guy that he's telling the story about. So you think it's really more like... Like, that's such an awesome story. People are going to hear it on the podcast now, tell their friends, and they're going to say, oh, I heard it from a guy that heard it from a guy that heard it from a guy. But instead of saying all that, you just say, I know a guy that... Or are people going to email us, we are the sore losers at gmail.com, and say that they've had it happen to them, that they're fit, they, that them, him and their, them and their wife or them and their husband are down for that, and they do it all the time. Do you think we... I think we have people that listen to this podcast that are down like that. And I posted a uh, Airbnb Verbo, one of the two. For, I saw it for Nashville weekend. If the, some of the losers want to mount up, eight people, you can do it for about three hundred apiece. Pretty dope spot, very close to Broadway. Yeah, twelve minutes walking because a lot of the events are going to be hopefully are going to be centered around downtown. Uh, we've had some great meetings. It is, I mean, guys, details coming very, very, very soon. I was going to say great meetings. I mean, we had an amazing Zoom meeting. But then the one time at night we were supposed to, I thought there was gonna be more business, and really we just you just went there to drink. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did too. But it, it was we, loud. It's not like we were able to really even talk. Yeah, there was no people. business there. I thought that was gonna be a little meeting, and it was more just, hey, come have drinks and <laughs> let's play this music really loud, so you can't talk business and you can have alcohol and it's all free. Cool, thanks. Talk to you later. And they were giving these drinks out for free. Everything was free. It was pretty awesome. It was yes. a restaurant that opened, restaurant bar. And they go, this is our specialty, this Orange Julius or something, but it's full of alcohol. And then they hand it to you, and it's a big old pint glass. A monster. <laughs> okay. Let me shoot down an entire liter of liquor real quick. Yeah. And happy Monday to you, Ray, man, because I'm going to tell you what. I know you don't want to – we don't want to start the podcast off sad, but I had an absolute shit weekend. Okay. That's depressing. You're like the guy at the office. Hey, Mark, how's it going? Hey, John, terrible last weekend. Uh, wife left me. Oh, hell. Well, happy Monday. No, my wife didn't leave me. Uh, my wife's still around. But fantasy baseball left me. Left me high and dry. Cousin Andrew and I, we we co-manage a team. 
We're the number one seed in the playoffs, so we have a first-round bye. So we get our second-round opponent, you know, the semifinals, Libation Nation comes into our house trying to take us on, and it is a dead heat. All we have to do is tie enough cat. Like they have to score, they have to win more categories than we do. So we are tied in a couple categories, including walks, saves, and losses. So boom, there is no way this dude can beat us unless he gets a save. Then uh oh, we better get a freaking save to time or get a win. So you're trying to win categories. Win categories, right? It's kind of stupid, but sure. Well, no, because you got like. Batting average hits or home runs, RBIs, runs scored, stolen bases, OPS, all that, you know, whatever. Doesn't matter. So come Saturday, we get our stupid-ass closer in, Kyle Finnegan. Who the hell is he with? Washington Nationals closer. The Redskins, Ray. Comes in and gets his ass rocked. Blows the save. We need that save to take this lead and then it's like, oh my gosh, this dude's up against the wall. He has to get two saves in the next two days to beat us. That's impossible. Exactly. Finnegan blows the save. Not only does he blow the save, Ray, he takes the L. Now that guy has taken the lead in losses. And so, uh-oh, we're in trouble now because it's tied six to six categories. Then his Closer comes in. Alex Lang from the freaking Detroit Tigers. And I'm watching it. Angels get a hit. Home run, Angels. Down one run. Another home run, Angels. They tie the game. Blown save. Blown save. Hell yes. Here we go. It gets the win. Which is what you didn't need. Which we didn't need. I needed him to take the L. So not he got a blown save, which was great. But then they managed to rally and win, and he got the win. So that put him ahead in wins. Is the blow a category? No. But if he would have taken the loss, I was hoping. But if he would have got the save, they would have taken it. So we go into Sunday, and we got to throw our guys. We got to throw them because we, we have to get a save to tie it up. So Fairbanks comes in for the, the Rays. Two innings? No walks. Hell yes. No save. Okay? But we can't have a walk. If we have a walk, we are deep shit. And also, to get a save, they have to... Uh, isn't it the tying run has to be in the on-deck circle? No, you have to be within three runs. If if you come in the inning and it's like three to one, and you get all three hitters out, you get a save. Interesting. I never really knew how that worked. So, then our guy for the Orioles, or the, yeah, he Yesmer Cano... Yamir Cano. That's not their closer. But he comes in in a... T- it's Batista. I understand, but Cano it's comes bullshit. In- no, no, no. Batista's hurt. So he it, is? It, yes. So Cano is in right now. He comes in. One and a third innings pitched. No walks, but no save. Okay. Good, okay. bad. Okay. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. Yes, good, bad. That's We're still in it. That's what I say about it. my cat. Good girl, bad girl, good girl, good girl. We're bad still girl. in it. Bad girl, good girl. And after getting rocked the day before, for some dumbass reason, the Nationals bring in Finnegan again. Here he comes. Kyle Finnegan to the mound. He gets the first guy to line out to center. All right, here we go. Watching these games. Then he gives up a base hit to Santana. 
Terang runs for Santana, steals second. We get a we get an 0 2 count, then it's 1 and 2. Foul ball, ball two. Foul ball, then ball three. Ball four, he walks him. He walks him. And now we have to have a win from Wicks last night. Rhymes with dicks. And we don't get it. And we lose. Kyle Finnegan blew it. So are you guys out of the playoffs? We are out of the playoffs. And you were the number one seed. Number one seed. It all, I mean, listen, we we probably overachieved as a team. We took some risks. We traded for Shohei. Yeah, Shohei Otani hasn't played since the Clinton administration. We we traded for Shohei a week later. He's out for the season with the UCL. So we got like 2.1 or 3.1 innings pitch from our big trade that we gave up our second round pick next year for. You guys are in a deep league, dude. Dude, we are. It was just, it was crushing last night when Finnegan walked that guy. And then we still had a chance. Lang comes back in the game on Sunday, too, for the Tigers. And I'm thinking, okay, blow this damn thing. He locks down the save, and that was it. Game over. History. It was a pleasure doing business with you. It was a great season. We pleasured each other. Cousin Andrew, he hit me, and he was just so uplifting. He was like, we almost did it. It would have been a hot Damn run, great run. We overachieved. Crazy that him picking up Jazz really changed the entire outlook today. Horrible trade at the deadline. Great season. I don't really believe our team was good enough to be first or win a championship, but we still won some money. And considering this was a rebuilding year where we took some aggressive picks in the draft to get our uh, keepers in order, very successful year. Sucks because we were so close to having another shot at the title, but we way overachieved. And we did it without making a ton of moves. Weird year, good year. What the hell is that his quote for ESPN? That was what he sent to me last night at uh, 10.25 p.m. I deleted it. I mean, how did you even save that message? I would have been like, thanks for the book. That's what I woke up to this morning because I um, went to bed sad and depressed. And that wasn't the only sad and depressing thing that happened to me yesterday. My wife left me, Ray. No. I got the kids. No. I'm in the Eliminator where you have to pick one team to win every single effing week. You picked the Jags? You jag off. No, I told you that was a terrible pick, Ray. I told you the Jags. I'm fine with it. Titans are tied for first in the division. Yes. I'm glad I was wrong. No, I had the New York football Giants, Ray. And I was like, that is, I I set that last Sunday or Monday, whenever all the games were over, I was like, that's the easiest pick of the week. They got blown out by the Cowboys. They're going to go to Arizona, and they're going to kill them. That's a weird pick. And I had a – well, yeah, I I understand that. I got cute. And at 11.20 a.m. Central Time on Sunday, Daddy! I said, you know what? That's getting too cute. You can't pick the Giants. You have to pick Russell Wilson in Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Yes, let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. So I went on there, and I changed all my picks. See, you can't do that. you got to go with your gut. Same thing in Vegas. When you land in Vegas, what are you feeling? Not, oh, I went in the hotel room, decided to all of a sudden play roulette. I've never played roulette before. Have a game plan and go with your gut. I understand. 
And then I read some stat about weeks one and two playing in Denver. The Denver Broncos against the spread is unbelievable because of the altitude and everybody being out of shape on the other team. They're not used to playing at altitude. So I changed my pick, Ray, at 11.20 a.m. I went to every eliminator I'm in, and I said, Broncos, 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 Broncos. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. And I'm watching it, and they're up 21 to 3, Ray. And I am like, oh my God. And the Giants are down like 20 to nothing. They were up that much? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, what? Dude, I'm so glad I switched from the Giants. Giants suck. Giants suck. What a terrible pick that would have been. At least I'm moving on with the freaking Broncos. So smart. So smart. Then the neighbors uh, were having a little get together. Another one. They have one every week. I think they're alcoholics. Well, they had their kid's birthday party on Saturday, and they had a bounce house. We were unable to attend this party, and they said, the bounce company said, oh, guys, we can't come back and get it till Monday. Is that okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, two extra <laughs> days of bounce house. Sign us up. So they said, we're going to have that bounce house up if you guys want to come over. Oh, cool. It'll kill our grass. Thanks. No problem. We'll be there. So we go, and I'm already, it's up 21 to 3. I'm good. I am feeling great about my life. I am feeling so good. I moved on. Then I pull out my phone, and it's like 24 to 20, it's 24 21 uh, commanders. And I'm like, what? What, what? what happened? How is that possible? They went on one of those runs that yeah. Atlanta Falcons and Patriots. Then, and then they score again, and it's 31-21. And then 38-24 because the Broncos had kicked a field goal, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding me. So then I'm like refreshing my phone all the time. And then I see Russell Wilson throws a 50-yard Hail Mary bomb. Touchdown! 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 <laughs> And I'm like, thank God. And then I'm like, oh, wait, they're still down two. Okay. It wasn't to Judy. I'll tell you that. No, it wasn't to Judy. And Judy, I don't know where the hell Judy was. And I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, oh, they're still down. It's still down two. We got to get a two-point conversion. Okay, okay, okay. And I keep refreshing my phone, and it says, end of fourth. And they're still down two. And I'm like, no, no, what about the two-point conversion? All right, let, let, where's – oh, two-point conversion failed. Yeah, sometimes the app glitches. God, mother – and also, it drives me nuts <sighs> in the ESPN app. I love that there's probably about 20 other options, but everybody just does the ESPN app. Yeah, because we're lazy. Yeah. And uh, I, at one point, I believe, when I was heavily gambling, I did some app called The Score, but it ended up sucking dick. But anyways, that's I digress. The ESPN app, it you can see the innings. You can see it'll go to the next inning, and it, so you'll know what if the guy's going to get a hit or not. It'll jump ahead. Oh. It's out of sync. So you'll see a guy's at bat, and it'll say, in play, and it'll jump ahead to the end of the inning. And you're like, well, I know he got out. They just showed me at the top that it's on the on to the next inning. That sucks. Yeah. But, yes, I was um, I was depressed about the baseball, then even more depressed when I lose the eliminator. I can't believe you went with some flyer teams. you got to go with the powerhouses. The, the, you got to go with Seabiscuit, damn it. And you went with Orb. I have a I have a strategy. It hasn't ever worked for me because I've never won one of these things. It's stupid, probably, but I believe that I, I probably should go with the big dogs first, and then use these little teams later. But I also look at it as if there's a lot of people in these pools. I know, and you want them to get knocked out. You want them to get knocked out, and you squeak by, and then you have the big dogs later on 
for that and didn't work out. That's so, the thing. You're ace in the hole. You always got to use it. You're right. It, it doesn't. It's like Survivor. It doesn't do you any good to go home with the, the immunity idol. I mean, I went home without using the Chiefs, the Bills, the Cowboys, the Niners. No, I, mean, I didn't use the any. Co- the Cowboys this week might have been the easiest eliminator in the history of elimination. I, I I understand that. <laughs> I, Why I, would I, you not go Cowboys? The two, we didn't even bet any games. Uh, but that's that's exactly what I would have done. The two teams that I used in the eliminators were the Washington Commanders. <laughs> Get a little more cuter. And I had the New York Giants X them out and went with the Denver Broncos. Who is the Commanders quarterback? Sam Howell. Couldn't he, even have told you that if you gave he, me a hundred bucks. He balled out yesterday. So thank you, Sam Howell. I hope it makes you feel better that now I am out. Kyle Finnegan, I hope you feel great. Your season's about to be over. Well, my season's over too in fantasy baseball. Terrible weekend, man. Yeah, mine's gonna be bad. If Deshaun Watson gets anything more than a touchdown, we lose. The Empire, the Roman Empire that was gonna go eighteen and zero. Yeah, if Deshaun Watson gets thirteen points, we lose. Really? Yeah, so that ends up being about a touchdown. He can throw for 150. Well, I got my ass kicked and sore. I'm in the fantasy, too. Like, I mean, everything went against me, dude. Let me, well, also, I started Judy. And Judy, I, is he not the number one receiver for the Broncos? And he had three catches and 30 yards? I can do that at my local playground. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean it like that. Predatory. Yeah. I, I lost 143 to 117, fighting bean rolls. Oh, you got blowed out. Yeah, Tre- Trevor Lawrence and Etienne did absolutely, they combined for a total of 14 points. Thanks we again. sold, Ray. Etienne had a bad game. Oh, he had a terrible, I mean, the whole, the Jags offense looked god-awful. The Chiefs defense was out of this world dominant. It was, and, a, it was a bad day. It was a bad weekend. And also, uh, on the bench, I had Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, I believe is his nickname. He oh, had he, a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he was chilling, though, on my bench. And then also, Lazard, no, he sucked. Who else did I have? Well, yeah, you can't play Lazard, bro. No, he, I had Lazard for Rodgers, but Rodgers right now is at a hospital. But he says he'll be ready by the playoffs. Well, I, I, we'll talk about it. I mean, I'm just... I was so sad and so mad last night, and sad, I just sad, mad, not glad. Then I wake up to this, Dad? you know, inspirational text from my cousin talking about, "Oh, good season." It's like, yeah, but we lost, man. So any any text that that's long. Sometimes my mom will send me those, dude. I don't get to them for four days. I, if it's if it's more than two sentences, I'll see your text in four days. You'll get a response. That that what your cousin sent? That's that's sitting down to read a page out of a book. Yeah. He he, I mean, he texted more than that, but I I, I shortened it. Well, thank you. <laughs> he had like four texts in a row where I that didn't. That was the highlight package. It sucked. I, I would have hated to see what it actually wasn't unabridged. Yeah, what the fuck? man. But hey, cousin Andrew, great season, eliminator. Thanks for breaking my heart once again. Nice camera angle, of Buck guys. Can we get any more up his nose? Oh, is that Buck? Yeah, he looks like shit. Oh, that's terrible background. Like, he's got horrible lighting. Is he not worth a million dollars? And I can get better lighting in my kitchen at the penthouse. Yeah, let's take a break, man. That was a rough weekend. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. But oh, we're back live, Ray. We are back live. You want to know? You want to know what what happened this weekend, though, Ray? Yes, kids' I, birthdays. No, let me tell you, Team Snacks. We had a soccer game on Saturday, twelve o'clock noon. Okay, I don't know if you were in the Nashville area on Saturday at twelve o'clock noon. I was. It was. Was it rainy? Sunny. It was. It was raining, man. It was. It was raining. Oh, it was. We were at Barstool. No, we weren't. No, we weren't. Cool. Thanks, man. <laughs> Uh, you thinking about jumping ship like Caller Daddy? Like all of a sudden I'm going to get a note that said, hey, man, I left. Just I'm, I'm going to do my own thing with Barstool. Thanks, man. We were not there. We were not at that bar. Well, I have never been so pissed in my life. And it was Team Snacks, five-year-old soccer game. Because I'm going to tell you what happened, Ray. Well, yeah, did Sunday you tell you about how more pissed you were going to get? Well, no, no, this was Saturday. So I know. I, I, at the that future point, you. I, I, exactly. I didn't know I was going to be even more pissed on Sunday than I was Saturday. So Saturday we show up to the game, field's all muddy. You know, it's been raining. There's been games before us, and I don't mind that. I love the mud. Hey, kids, play in the mud. Let's go. Let the kids get struck by lightning, Ray. I don't nope. give a damn. It wasn't lightning or thunder. It was just raining. That's it. There was no 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 danger. And we show up, and these other kids, so it's a five- and six-year-old league, and the kids on my team are all five except for one kid is six. He's probably the best. At that level, age is one year is an, an eternity. It's huge. But these kids, we're playing, they're tall. And so I'm thinking they're closer to seven, probably. They're six, but about to turn seven, but they're still in the six-year-old league because they are six. And they stand at midfield and start roaring at it. Roar! Interesting. Roar! Ray, it was some kind of a rain dance. Kind of funny. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Kids roaring. I was like, you guys growl back at them. So my team, Team Snack, starts, you know, like, and I'm like, cool, that's funny. And then this kind of animal noise. What were you doing? Bad like a sheep? I don't know. I I don't know what I was doing. Ray, I was meowing like a cat. Meow, meow. I was trying to growl (laughs) like a dog, man. (laughs) Trying to growl. (laughs) And so then this redheaded kid on the other team tells my team, we're about to smack you guys in the face. We're going to smack you guys in the face. 
uh, no, we finna cook y'all. And I'm like, excuse me? Are you talking to us? You talking to Art? Are you talking to Team Snacks? And at that level, that's almost a swear word. That's what I'm saying. And then probably the biggest kid on their team points at us. It and was tells a gun, him, Ray. He points his finger and he tells him, you guys are little, like little babies. You guys are just little babies. <laughs> oh, that that's 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 uh, who's a big time trash talker in sports. I mean, that's I, like uh, what's that Pat Beverly level? Yes, exactly. And I'm just like, really, you're gonna tell the? Wait, are you really saying this? Or are you saying in it my in your head, head? I'm going. Are you effing kidding me? I thought you were talking down to the kids. No, I'm like that's when you cross the line. No, I'm just like, are you being serious? And they're like, yeah, you guys are about to lose us. You guys are gonna lose. Because you guys are a bunch of little babies. And their coach is standing right there, and I'm like, you're cool with this? Are we cool with this? And he's Re- like- Remind me of this, the time that I got tra- talked trash to. Remind me of that. I will. Continue. Okay, and so I'm just sitting there going, huh, really? This is how we're going to do it. Okay, let's, that, that's fine. That's fine. You guys, And then the, 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 the coach is like, all right, guys, all right, enough of the trash talk. Let's go back. Let's go back. And I'm in my head, I'm, I'm fired up now. I'm like, I want to beat the hell out of this team. But you're not playing. But I want our kids to beat the, out of them. Did like, you convey that to your kids? I, I got them in the huddle. Okay. And I said, listen here, boys. Joy on three. One, two, three. I said, Joy, gonna, peace, hey, love. I said, are we ready to have some fun? Are we ready to try our best? Are we ready to beat them? They may be they may be taller than us. Okay, and, Prime. No, I did. I told them this. What are you, Prime? That's... <laughs> You're the second person that's told me that. Oh, crap. I don't want to be like everybody else. Someone goes, really? You gave him a prime talk? Because <laughs> he's all over TV every time he gives a speech now. Yes. And I said, man, they just called you guys little babies. And they said, oh, I said, they may be bigger than us, but I want you to beat them. Go out there and show them who's better at soccer. Are you ready? One, two, soccer on three. One, two, three, soccer. All right. Here we go. Football. No, not that. That's the other country, kid. And we go out about five minutes in. Team Snacks. Go! 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 All right, all right. Let's go. Another four minutes. Goal. The MRIs. Snacks! 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 Yeah! And we don't even have our best kid out on the field yet. Our best kid's playing goalie. Why would you put... No, I don't discriminate. Everybody plays goalie. I didn't say you do. Everybody plays goalie. And I don't profile, right? Here's the crazy part. I thought it's going to be impossible to find someone that wants to play goalie. They all want to play goalie. So they can play on their phones? No, they all are like, hey, can I play goalie next? Can I play goalie next? And I'm like, yeah, we, we, we can rotate. You can play, whatever. What's the mindset? Is that the most action? No, well, not when we're playing because we we ball out. We're out there to win, and so we're up two nothing about ten minutes into the game. Uh, and then finally, our our best player comes out of the goal. Three and a half minutes later, so you went open net. No, no, we put another kid in. Oh, we score again. Three nothing. Let's go, team snacks, team snacks, team snacks. And then I'm like, guys. Teaching them what markup is because we don't have practice yet. We still don't have practice. Smart. And I'm like, all right, you stand. Find a guy in a gray shirt. Mark find him. A, find a guy in a gray shirt. You stand next to him. You stand next to him. Find your pawn. You're we're the queens. I mean, we're the kings. One of the gray shirt guys that called us the babies starts trying to kick one of our kids because he's marking them. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa! You can't, whoa, whoa! You can't be kicking. You can't kick. You can't kick. What's man. the other coach saying? Nothing. 
Nothing. One of those dads. Yeah, one of those. Fine with it. Okay, whatever. Ray, I think he was hungover. And we score again. Four nothing team snacks. Let's go. And we and I every time we score on, I am inside just like, yes, yes. Like I am because they're still talking during the game. After they're down four. Yeah, like when we're marking them up, they're pushing us what in the back. What is marking them up? Mark up is stand by them. Guard them. Okay. Guard yeah. man up. Is that term only in soccer? Never heard it before. Uh, maybe it is. I don't know. Mark yeah, you, you don't mark anybody in baseball, so I would assume basketball, you guard your man. Mark them. Yeah, mark up. Mark up. Hey, you got that guy. What about you, at work? You mark somebody up? No, not that I know of. All right. So they, they're pushing us as we're trying to guard, like mark them. Like when they're trying to do uh, throw-ins or, or goal kicks, and they're, they're not happy. They're not happy. And so we go to the half, and I am feeling great about my team. Feeling great. And we come out in the second half, and I try to – you should never throw it across the middle. And I hear their coach at one point, we're, we're getting organized on defense. He's like, hurry up, throw it in before they get organized. And I'm like, really? That's smart, right? Yeah, it's smart, but, but it's, it's five – sportsmanlike. At this age, we're just trying to teach them how to get in position and everything. That's a low All right, blow. fine. You want, you want that? All right, let's go. No more waiting for you. Did you say that out loud? Nope. In my head. Oh. In my head. I think keep thinking you're talking all this okay, trash no, outwardly. No, you, you just keep thinking it. <laughs> But keep asking because people are wondering, are you saying that out loud? So then I'm like, all right, fine. You know what? No more meat waiting for you guys to set up on defense. See, I don't like that. You guys are just teaching these kids bad manners. Well, I mean, I under, in, in real soccer, you're not going to wait. But you're just trying to teach them how right. to line up and the where to go. pieces. Yes. And, like, you should never throw the ball in towards the middle. And I messed up this one time. I was like, hey, go this way. Brian, Brian, go down the line. Go down the line. Throw it to Brian. But Brian didn't quite go down, start down the line, and so our guy threw it into the middle. Their guy got it, shoots, scores. Four to one team snacks. Four to one. That's okay. That's okay. We're not done yet. And then we score a couple more goals, and we're marking up on their goal kick. And their coach is getting frustrated that we're marking too well. And he goes, he's going up to our players and going, here, here, you need to back up a little bit. You need to back up a little bit. You need to give them some space. I'm like, whoa, at the beginning of the game, you were trying to mark us. At the beginning of the game, you were telling us we're little babies and you're going to lose. All of a sudden, we're winning, and you don't want us to mark your guys. You don't want us to cover them. You don't want us to guard them. little annoying that you're telling my guys to back up, to back up, to give you guys space. And you said this to him? No, in my head. Okay. In my head. One kid on their team starts crying because we're winning, getting mad because we keep blocking them. One time my kid comes and the guy tries to shoot it and he blo- I mean blocks it and it goes flying out of bounds. The guy kid goes, "Why'd you do that?" And Why'd I was like, bl- "I was like, don't you worry about it, son. You did the right thing. You you did exactly what you're supposed to do." Yes, talk down to a five year old. No, I I was just telling my because my son's probably thinking, "Oh, did I do something wrong?" I, no, you did not. You played great defense. Great job. These kids are learning more on Saturday than they are Monday through Friday, and I'll hang up and yep. listen. This is a hell of a lesson on competition. Yeah, oh, dude, it was intense. It was great. I mean, they were real pushy, real pushy. Then we're, we're about to take a, a, a corner kick, and the guy's like pushing our guy, pushing our guy. So our kid, Adam, kicks the kid. Yeah. Then yeah. their kid punches our kid. Punches him right in the back. Are we breaking this Boom. up, or do they get a couple of them off? Oh, I, I turned around. I didn't see it happen. I just was told what happened. And Adam starts crying. Their kid's crying. And Adam's dad comes out. I was like, well, Adam, you kicked him first. Like, what do you expect? You kicked him first. Come over to the sideline. 
come and sit down. And then uh, they're about to do a goal kick, and he was like, their coach was like, whatever you do, just don't kick it to the kid in the Red Sox because he's on our team, Brian, best player. He's like, just kick it over there. Just Brian, kick it. In. Brian, his real name? No, no, Ray. Anonymity for reasons. Yeah, I don't want him. I don't want his identity out there. I want him to feel protected and safe. And we end up winning like seven to one. Two of their kids crying at the end. I mean, they called us babies, but we took their souls, man. Well, I got to check with my niece and nephew. I got kids and cousins and stuff in this greater Nashville area. I hope they are, didn't get beat. I, I feel like sometimes I have nieces and nephews and cousins and that play on these games. Yeah, maybe. And I think I, I think they might have been a little annoyed at us. I mean, our team is – like our team actually – there was a couple times they actually passed to each other. Like they would, there would be someone over here open and they would kick it over to them and then another person would kick it over there. It was phenomenal. Like my here's the thing. My, my five-year-olds, they're all very aggressive. So you get some of the kids that aren't out there, out there, and they're, ah, I'm, I don't know if I want to get mixed up in there. I don't know if I want to go for the ball. Everybody on our team, they, so, they, they're they very aggressive. This is an upgrade because the team before was standoffish. They were aloof, Ray. Yes. Um, can I please tell you mine really quick of when I got trash talked? Yes, but I'm just saying, after the game, I shook the hand of the coach, and he's like, good game, man. Like, but he you was take a, your sunglasses and your hat off and look him in the eye like a real man? I did. Or Were the cameras rolling? Ah, were the cameras ah, rolling? Ah, ah. I think he was annoyed. Leave the cameras rolling. That we were that we marked up so well and we put so much, but they were doing it to us, and he didn't have a problem. And I'm so competitive. I was just so excited that we won that game after those kids trash talked our kids at the beginning. I was fired up from the jump. Winning's a hell of a drug, right? It's not even about winning. It's about the the absolute disrespect to team snacks. And everybody on Team Snacks, and I just wanted to let them know that, hey, we're not going to stand for that. And the fact that the dad slash coach was letting them do it, I was like, uh-uh, we're coming for you. And, I mean, I told my wife after the game, I was like. Deion Sanders says we're coming. We came. Is this, did he you're say using that? parts of his speech. I, I'm not seeing his speeches. His, I, he's known for saying we're coming. I did not. You wa- used that in your speech. And I told my wife, I was like, I have never felt so good about a win in my life. I said, this is only five-year-olds. This is only going to get worse. Did you give them all sunglasses too? Tell them that you you wanted to give them those sunglasses so they could see how good they look. No, I, I, I didn't tell them that. But it felt great. It was awesome. And when we're getting in the car, one of the dads of the other team goes, "Hey, good game, man! You really smoked us out there." Thank you, Mark. And I don't know if he's saying that like, "Why didn't you take it easy?" or if he was really giving me a compliment. No, that's a compliment. But I was like, "Hey, man, just playing the game." No, sometimes you got to tip your cap. Okay, maybe it was. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and find out when Ray was trash-talked. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I got to say, are we ready? I'm ready. Taking notes, Ray. The one time, I, for whatever reason, maybe I just went to soft schools, there was never really any trash talking. I remember one kid one time kind of tripped me in, like, in football. I was running away from him because I was like trying to go after the ball, and he was like tripping me from behind. The refs don't see everything, so he got away with it. That was kind of weird. But one time that always sticks out in my head is one of the first and only times I ever got trash talked. I got to second base. We're like probably 15-year-olds, uh, sophomores in high school. And I get to second base, and the guy goes, you're a smiley little bitch. And it See, t- I yep. was taken aback yep. because nobody ever really swore at me or talked direct trash to my face. And I go, what? And he goes, yeah, everybody on my team says that you smile when you play. So we call you smiley bitch. Huh. So I had a nickname that the other team called me smiley. And, huh. and so I'm at second base. You can't get off the base. You can't go and get in his face. So I just kind of just stood there on an island by myself. What? I smile when I play? And they now call me Smiley Bitch? And then he goes, yeah, Smiley Little Bitch. <laughs> but I couldn't go talk to him. I'm on a base. Yeah. But he definitely got me. And he kind of was in my head a little bit. That's weird. It was the most bizarre. They never really. It's not like they were done yelling it from the dugout. It was just a one-time occurrence. It was so weird. Maybe he saw I had a girlfriend and she was hot and he was jealous of me. Or maybe he dated a girl that was friends with my girl. Maybe he's jealous of my city. Dude, it was so bizarre and weird. And I'm just like, what What did he have against me? I don't even really do anything weird on the mound. That's funny. It was, yeah. I was like, props, man. You're the first person. I didn't say this. I said it in my head. But okay, okay. I was about to ask you, did you say this to no. him? I was like, props, man. You're like the first person to ever talk trash to me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I remember lining up for cross-country meets, like they're starting at the starting line, and the guy next to me never saying anything because cross-country people, we didn't talk shit. That's what I was going to say. When you run, I ran too, not like you with the cross-country, but in the mile run, it, it basically everybody just lines up and you're like, this sucks. What's up, man? This sucks. Man, right, are we really talk. doing this crap, man? <laughs> are we really about to run 3.1 miles as fast as we can? Okay, yeah, you really, you're going to do it too? All right, man, all right, here, I guess we'll do it then. Here we go, on your mark, get set, gun, let's go. Lance Armstrong's kid, huh? Yeah, oh, that's cool, man. I like cool, your man. yellow armbands. Mm-hmm. Oh, you live strong too? You do steroids? Yeah. Do you even buy live strong bands anymore? I don't think so. Those things were awesome. They were so cool, I wore two of them. 
Never wore one. I was not, I mean, I'm just not into wearing things on my arms and fingers and I don't know. And maybe I just wouldn't, I'm not into fashion, so I didn't know it was that cool. Not into a company. I mean, ring. is that still a company? Like, do they still raise That's money? That's what I would love to know. No, they can't. It had to have shuttered. Imagine all those people that worked there, though. Were they just were out? They were just Enron? Yeah, that's called a company closing. That's what happens. People lose their jobs. When a car plant manufacturer closes, everybody loses their jobs, and the plant still just sits there. Okay. That's yeah. a depressing Detroit that story, is. Ray. <laughs> oh. And then there's crime, and there's graffiti and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, did you watch, the, speaking of uh, sad and depressing, did you watch the Colorado-Colorado State game? I mean, all this hype, neon, neon. I'm going to watch the high-flying Buffaloes. They suck. Yeah, I didn't see a lot of the game. I know I took a nap because I wanted to prepare for the Vols game. And so then the Vols, I put on my Instagram, I said this team blows when it was 26-7. to I kept watching it in the clubhouse with my buddy Bill. But then on the side TV, we started to have the Colorado-Colorado State game on. And then that became the main game because Colorado State was whooping them. Dude, and they went, had to make a miraculous comeback. We saw the very ending. That was must see TV, I believe. Yes, I stayed up till it one, was one thirty a.m. No, one thirty a.m. Central Time. I stayed up for the entire game uh, because this is the first Colorado game I've watched live. Like the other one, the second game I watched on tape delay when they played Nebraska because I had other things. But I was like, I'm gonna go back and watch it, and they looked impressive. This, they looked awful. They looked terrible. Colorado State, you guys are a bunch of dumbasses. You should have won that game going away, but you kept knocking the shit out of people. Like, no, like personal foul, roughing the passer. Personal foul, unnecessary roughness. Chippy. I mean, they were so stupid. They put the one kid in the hospital. The I know. The front runner. They were so stupid. They, and Colorado sucked. They were so bad, they could do nothing. And all I mean, all you have to do, listen, Oregon, if you're listening to me, your game plan is just go five yards to seven yards up and run a crossing route. They were getting across the middle. They were wide open all day. That wide receiver for Colorado State was bad ass. I, I think I know who you're talking about. He was a big dude, yeah. and he caught everything. He was wide open all night long. And then when Colorado – I mean, the fact that they went to overtime was bananas. But Colorado State, let, let me hear you. Hear me out. When you scored that touchdown in overtime – you should have gone for two. You should have gone for two and just ended it. Like, there's no need to keep going back and forth, back and forth. You're the huge underdog. You are not supposed to be in that game. You are glad to be in overtime. Yes, you were winning. But what the hell are you doing saying, oh, we're just going to kick the extra point and go to a second overtime? Dumb. Absolutely stupid. Go for two. Go for the win. End this crap. But Colorado is not as good. They are not very good. They're going to get dominated. They're going to get housed by Oregon. Yeah, they have a very tough schedule coming up. Yes. And you just see it on ESPN, the speeches. And maybe they did play amazing against TCU, but yeah, then the Nebraska game, they weren't that impressive. And this Colorado State game, they were three touchdown favorites and barely won. I was just amazed. <laughs> I was laughing at everything. I was laughing at everything about it because they had The Rock, they had all these celebrities, and Colorado was just getting killed. It was dead <laughs> silent in the stadium, and Dion's over there looking like, oh, shit, man, I've been doing all this talking, and I'm going to have to shake this guy's hand, and he whooped my ass, and he's like, oh, the cameras better be rolling when I shake his hand. Guess what? He hugged him, 
talked, didn't do anything. Like he acted like he was. Well, it was do. also oh, it was eleven thirty their time. I was gonna yes. say it was a little late, and so he didn't really need all the. You can't be. He should have known. He can't be wearing the sunglasses anyway. He's gonna take them off. It's nighttime. Yes. Right, exactly. At some point, he had to take the sunglasses off because he's like, oh, man, I can't even see the damn field, man. I don't know what's going on. I know what proving a point is, but, man, this is bad. I mean, it started out great with his son, pick six. I was like, oh, here we go. The route is on. And then all of a sudden, Colorado just starts dominating. You watched that much of it? I watched the entire game. See, I I made the same mistake with Nebraska. And you watch it, and you're, oh, that was fun to watch, but. I really didn't need to watch that whole game. The kids were in bed. The wife was already tired. She's like, I think I'm going to go to bed. And I was like, all right, I'm going to watch a little bit of this because I want to see how good Colorado is. And they're not – They're small. They're small. They're small. Their offensive offensive line was getting dominated. Like, pushback, it was crazy. And I understand Colorado is overachieved. They've already won three games. They were supposed to win, what, two and a half? Mm -hmm. So, yes, what Dion is doing is great. The the, – what Dion is doing is great, but they are way highly, highly overrated. Correct. Highly. Yeah. And that's you turn on the TV, man, and then you just get into that. Get one, they're going to get brought down to earth against, what is it, Oregon? Oregon. Got? Yeah, I really believe that Bo Nix and company are going to run them out of the building. Like uh, I think Colorado's exciting. They can have big plays, but I don't know if they'll be able to stop them on defense. I don't. Oregon is going to be way too big for Colorado. What I saw from that game, Colorado got pushed around by Colorado State. They're gonna Oregon is big. They're better than Colorado State, and you just run crossing routes, and they could not stay with the wide receivers. Their linebackers and their defensive backs were just getting. But it was exciting, and then they win and they storm the field. Hilarious. They're 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 ranked, but they were just so excited. They were right? twenty four point favorites, and they stormed the field. I get it. Dion is bringing the hype train. The Rock was there. I get it. Everybody wants to buy into this. Hey, is Dion paying extra cops? Why does he have five cops surrounding him? Uh, Usually a coach just has one mount me, and that's Yeah, it. because they're storming the field, and he's the biggest thing on campus, and he has to be safe and protect himself. Got it. But don't – and he got his he, – he made sure his son was in there, too. Did you see him? He grabbed him and – Yeah, for the interview? Yeah. Yeah. It was – I mean, fun game, entertaining, but yes, Colorado, I'm worried this week you're, you're going to get blown out. Alabama, you got big problems. Alabama, Ray, they suck. They suck. So is the Vols. Vols are pretty Vols bad. suck, too. I mean, it, there wasn't the, the football this weekend. There was nothing really exciting about Like, college, there wasn't that. I mean. Well, no, that's why I took a two-hour nap from four to six, woke up for the Vols game, and they should were Should have taken a nap during that, man. Dude, they were ahead 7 nothing. Like that. Like Like that. Well, the balls were ahead, and then it That's was what I'm a, a 26-7 run, the fastest run I've ever seen in the history of my life. I was trying to do the math in my head. I'm like, did ESPN do the math right? 7, 14, 20? How the hell did they get 26 points that quickly? <laughs> uh, you couldn't even fathom that it actually had happened. And then yeah. it just didn't get any better. We bet money line at half. I hit up Bazer. I was like, ah, let's just do it. Do a flyer. But, yeah, they had no chance. It was depressing. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, and I mean, Texas, they, they – Looked like crap for three quarters. They looked terrible. Who was it Wyoming? Yeah. Looked terrible. Quinn Ewers is one of the top five right now for Heisman. You got Ewers, you got Penix, because he did another 503, four touchdown oh, game. Oh, Penix is badass. Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams had the weekend off. Yeah, but my, my all my UT buddies texted me, Texas is going to Texas, Texas is going to Texas. And then he texted me, Quinn Ewers only knows how to play good against Alabama. That's it. Anybody else, he doesn't know how to play good. Well, then he's not going to win Heisman. It and might be that Penix kid, dude. He's dude, putting Penix. up 500 yards, four touchdowns a game. Every game. He doesn't run, though. 
He is so good, though. He's dynamic. It, it was awesome. But, yeah, the college football, kind of eh, boring. Not Florida State, don't even worry about it. They were looking ahead to Clemson. They weren't really caring about Boston College. Yeah, how, uh, what was that score? 31-29. Oh, so they didn't cover. They didn't oh, hell no. Close. They didn't just cover. They almost lost. <laughs> I would have liked for them to have lost. Jordan, is that Jordan Travis, their quarterback? He's out. out of the Heisman. He's right out of the now. Heisman? Okay. Yeah. Who? So the Heisman is who? Caleb Williams and then the – Colorado boys all fell out after that game. So the Shadour Sanders, he's no longer in the Heisman running. Hunter Henry is in the Henry Hunter. He's in the hospital. Yeah, so he's not. He's you not can't gonna, win a, ho- he's a done, Heisman in the hospital. Nope, that was a dirty hit. Yeah, it was. It was I, way late. You could see the ball land. <laughs> land. And he came. He boom. And the fact that he played a little bit, he did. Yeah, after that, and then at halftime, he's like, you know what? I need to check the hospital. Yeah. Well, he's doing plays on both sides. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's your Heisman watch. That was a wash. And then also, uh, George had a little bit of trouble with South Carolina. First half, yeah. yeah. George, yeah, they didn't look. I needed another big school to fall. I hate that the Vols were the only one. I, it would have made me feel better about my life. That was brutal, man. All, all jerseys have been thrown away. Um, all shirts have been thrown away and hats as well. So I have no more Vols gear. <laughs> that quick? You're Dude, done? then I went tit- uh, Titans almost. Oh. It was almost hey, a bloodbath. Of you want to talk about the Titans? Yeah, we can do we'll it. We'll talk about it right after this. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
All right. The NFL was fantastic this weekend, though. But that's what sucks about going to the game. Because you missed it. Dude, but I'm, you saw one of the better games. I did, but it really wasn't that exciting in person. There was a lot of field goals. It was slow. I mean, it went to overtime. You it got rang. to see Herbert freaking chunk the pigskin. I did, and he's taller his than cannon. shit. Hey, he's got a cannon, doesn't he? Dude, I was five. How's that football look? I was five rows up. He throws a tight ball. They have some big-ass receivers. Dude, they're all huge. Keenan, Mike Allen. Oh. Mike Williams is massive, dude. <laughs> were you on? Where, what what sideline were you on? Uh, Titans. I guess okay. I was on TV. I got to go find a feed and try okay. and rewatch it and do a snapshot of me on TV. But we were five rows back, right behind the Titans bench. Saw Vrabel up close and personal. D Hop, dude. He needs it. Can't they yank on his hair? They can please cut it because one of them is going to do that as a horse collar and break his neck. It goes all the way down to his ass. That long? Yes. I never had. Was any- he big? Is he huge? No, he's D Hop's really small. Derrick Henry is the size of a, a trash can. I mean, he's built like a dumpster, like a, a, dumpster a dump truck. But yeah, he's massive. All those guys, dude. You don't you realize Derrick Henry? I'm in the fifth row, and he was the same height as me. <laughs> dude, he might be like seven two. <laughs> Vrabel. Oh, he's a big, that's a big motherfucker. That's a big man, right? <laughs> he's huge. Like I look at him and I'm like, that is one dude I do not want to run into in a dark alley. But it's also you think coaching, he's going to command attention. That's he, a big he, he owns that room. Can you imagine getting a speech? From, it doesn't even have to be eloquent like Dion. You just get in a room with Vrabel and you're like, yeah, okay, man, all right. And he all says, right. we coming. And then my boy that I was with, he's like, yeah, I'm telling you, they're going to do a flyover. They're going to do a flyover. Anthem ended. Where's the flyover? I think they mistimed it by about ten seconds. They did do it. Yeah, they, they did late. it, but they did it. The anthem ended, and I was like, ah, you, you said flyover, no flyover. Then it came. Then it came. Guys, we need to time that one out a little bit. Those flyovers are badass, so five, five of those fighter jets yeah. coming right over, it's pretty sick. But, yeah, we, it was a huge game for Keenan Allen. Herbert was cool to see in person. We sacked his ass a little bit. No real big Hopkins, no real big catches. Yeah, no big Henry No run. big runs. That's why you said yeah. it was an exciting game. I mean – what yeah, you, I guess. What's okay. exciting to you? Field goals? I guess and, you're and right. And your quarterback getting sacked? I mean, the fact that it went to overtime, exciting? Yeah, but well, we miss up. What? Always, ALE theory. Always leave early. We left in the fourth. No, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I missed that. Your overtime game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always leave early. No, no, no. You always have to beat traffic. So I told Bazin in the fourth, we're out. Oh, God, you're 90 years old. You str- Dude, The stress ball in you misses amazing things. I'm not sitting around. You would have missed the Ray Allen three from the corner. Probably. They, it's a theory, though, that you're never – What about Kiki? Did she leave early? Hold on. Kiki and Nick were there. They made new friends. They sent us a picture. They said, they, they replaced you guys since you left early. <laughs> it was some random redneck from Nashville. But anyways, you, you're never going to uh, – maybe sometimes. But – for the most part, there's never something worth staying and waiting in an hour's worth of traffic at a game or a concert oh my God. or any type of venue event. But we get out to the parking lot. Dude, Titan Nissan Stadium, they need to build that new stadium now. It is a clusterfuck. We could not find our Uber. The Uber can't find us. There's gates and poles and flags and stanchions everywhere. I don't even know how to walk, much less find a vehicle that's trying to pick us up. Dude, we're from here. And we were lost as hell. You got to go pick up your car down underneath the bridge. Yeah, way over there by the yeah, pedestrian bridge. Yeah, you know what happens down there by the bridge? What? Yeah, you know exactly what happens. Dude, there's bums burning trash in a dumpster and another guy smoking meth. And I'm like, I'm here for my Uber. He's like, Are you Ray? <laughs> and he's like, Yep. 
Dude, it's what? why is that the waiting area for your Uber? And then you have a taxi guy. Hey, man, maybe I'll say F this Uber. What, what's your taxi price to get to West Nashville? $110. Dude, I know. I did it the other day. Bazer starts I mean, throwing F When I was downtown, him. I was like, hey, man, how much did it take me? Um, $65. What? No. Okay. So I, and I was at the airport the other day. I was like, hey, can you give me an estimate of how much it would be? No, we don't do estimates. I was like, yeah, you can type it in and tell me how it's going to be, this cab. Right. He's like, no, I can't. Okay, screw it. I'm not taking you then. Like, you're not going to tell me no and then make up a damn price when you drive me to my house and say it's $100 from the airport. Uh-uh, not happening. He goes, 110 His other buddy said uh, 90 or 100 He was right next to 100 too. And you think, how do they even get people to buy a taxi? But they do. They We were like, F that, F that. And Bazer like, told this one like security guard, she's like, get him out of here. They're overcharging. He's like, you're right, I will. Guys, get it moving. Get it. So they can just kick the taxi drivers out because they're just taking up space. They're just clogging the right, lanes. And Ubers can't get through and stuff. Well, the taxi found somebody. He rolls his window down. And he's like, got somebody. <laughs> like, okay. And, dude, and then it starts raining. So you're glad you left. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you didn't even see them win the game? I saw the highlights. I heard the fireworks. They shot off shit at the top of the stadium. How far, how close to home were you when that happened? We were in the parking lot. Dude, Still. The waiting game, it was insane. Because you, you you're down by the Cumberland, under a bridge. Uber can't find us. It's raining. We can't find him. We're getting into arguments with taxi drivers. They're hurling, hurling stuff at us. Slurs, I think. I don't know what the fuck they were saying, but. They called you smiley face. Yeah. They, I think the guys, it was the guy from high school, dude. <laughs> Calling fucking smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I mean, I am just uh, appalled that you leave early. But then you miss all the games. So I get home and I'm like, that was fun. That was a good. Ex- we did brunch. We did the game. Dope seats. Amazing seats. But I missed every highlight. Oh, and my fantasy team's almost losing. Cool. Yeah. You what else every- did I miss? <laughs> but but it's your team. Like you could have been at home watching the Bears, dude. And let me tell you, the Bears suck. They're zero two. They are so god. They're bad. They're so bad. They're one of the only teams that haven't won. Okay, I understand, right? They are so bad. I mean, the Falcons are a dominant team with Ritter. No, Ritter sucks. I don't know. Like, Justin Fields throws the ball. It's freaking wobbly as hell. Uh, And they showed him when he had a guy uh, wide open. And he doesn't see him. And he gets sacked. He doesn't see the guy wide open. Our offense is putrid. And what was the color you were wearing? Was it an orange rush? Like, what the fuck? What was that? I, it was it was like, hey man, maybe this will distract Baker because we're not very good, and let's try to do this. And we just, and when he throws a pick six on his own goal line, I, and that's fine. If we're gonna suck, it's fine. But I, I tried to watch, and it was just like, this is bad. This is bad. So I turned it off and watched other games. The Bengals game was okay. The Chiefs game, Chiefs offense looks like tr- trash. I can't believe they beat the Jags. Thank you. Titans are now tied atop the AFC whatever directional South. Something. Yeah, I mean. The Jags look terrible. Uh, I think the Chiefs' defense played amazing. Uh, the other overtime game, the Lions and the freaking Seahawks, entertaining game. I watched a little bit of that because let me tell you, the the new NFL ticket is phenomenal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Phenomenal. I, I YouTube, fu- you guys are knocking it out of the park. The Dude, fact their pictures better than Xfinity. hell yeah. Oh, it's a lot better than DirecTV's yes. or whatever it was. And you can put four games on at one time. Quad cam. Like I don't know what. Direct TV, how, how many years did you have that and you never thought, hey, we should be able to put four games on one TV it, and you can pick 
the which one you want audio. One goes to commercial, press down, and that audio comes on. It is flawlessly amazing. Yes, it's so great when you're at a game, you have FOMO because you're not watching YouTube TV. I mean, my kids were taking a nap, so I had a time to just sit and enjoy the games. And if one game was really close and it was like overtime, I would just flip to that screen because I wanted to see the whole screen. Dude, it and, was awesome. And I had no real good reception on my phone. I was it. What the? Hold on. Filibuster for me. I mean, I'm just telling you, I, it was my first weekend. I mean, it's only weekend two, but my first time trying it, and it was great. Um, Absolutely great. And I apologize to Batters Box because on my phone, it said, when I found out that uh, Denver didn't get the two-point conversion, I called him immediately, and I'm like, what happened on the two-point conversion? How'd they miss it? And he goes, I, I it still hadn't happened on my TV yet. He goes, you're, he goes you're a real buzzkill. <laughs> my, my bad. Sorry my internet's so fast. I was like, sorry I'm out of someone's house, and I just saw the little thing on my phone that says end of fourth, so I was trying to call and get details. And uh, the, at the games, I need to say this. I get it's a Titans game, but they need to embrace other NFL going on. So I had no real reception. I'm not able to really see scores. Dude, they had some small little bottom line ticker at Nissan Stadium. So you could see the scores? You ba- couldn't even tell. what. Dude, they need to have a whole video board that's showing highlights of other games, videos of other games. Why are they not? I don't. I get we're Titans. Woo! People have fantasy. People want to see other shit. People going are gambling, on. dude. Why did they not have a huge dedicated video board with sound everything? I don't give a hell. I mean, half the time they're at commercial. Oh, there's so many commercials. You don't know how many live. damn commercials it is when a you're lot, live. A lot. You don't realize it, so you go live, dude. We made five beer runs, two taco runs, two pork missile runs. All we were doing is making runs up and down the stairs. Oh, and at one point, I was standing up on my chair after we scored a touchdown, and I slipped, and my foot, the chances of this happening, oh, no. 1%. My foot kicks the Trulies up in the air, lands on a kid. Oh. We doused an 11-year-old with Trulies. Damn, man. Led to a small fight. A uh, quarter later, we left the game. Yeah. I saw a lot of videos of fights this weekend. Like the, oh, it could have been the, me, dude. The, 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 I saw the Cowboys, Jets, the dudes are fighting, and there's blood everywhere. I'm like, guys, what the f- are you doing? You, you see gro- the one dude headbutt? Oh, the the Bengals guy. He, he dude, the Bengals guy's in handcuffs and he's getting let out of the stadium. And some guy talks trash to him, like gets in his face. And so the guy, the Bengals guy that's already in handcuffs, well, boom, headbutts him out cold, out cold. I, I was like, that. that's dope. And also, if your, team, if your team lost, it was a bad Sunday. Was it the worst Sunday? That would be the guy that's bleeding all over the concourse or the guy that got headbutted. Yeah. Your day could have been that bad. Or you could be someone that bet on the Niners and obviously freaking Sean McVay looks at the spread. Sean McVay knows the spread because it was like a seven and a half point spread. They're down by 10 and they spike the ball with two seconds to go and they kick a field goal. Because he wants to be able to say, my record against the spread is better than whatever. There maybe, is, that have, maybe that factors into a contract. Maybe, exactly. But also, with four seconds left, could there have been a second left? No. Okay. There was only two seconds left. He spiked or whatever. and So he has to kick the field goal. The game's over no matter what. Just throw it to the end zone or take a knee. I was like, oh my God, if you had real money on that, that is god awful. That's that's what you call a backdoor cover. That's called the worst beat of worst beats. Not everything backdoor is bad. That was bad, <sighs> Ray. That was bad. Bears suck. I mean, yeah, it, it was great. Great weekend of football. The, the Patriots suck too. Uh, that's about all I know, man. Patriots are bad. Bob, Bob Mennery's turned on the team. Dave Portnoy has turned on the Patriots. Uh, sorry to all y'all, but yeah, the season is officially over. Uh. No, the Broncos, their their season's over.
Broncos country. Let's rock. They're 0 2. Russell well, Wilson looks slow as shit. Yeah, Judy, get it figured out, man. I started you, and you almost, you're probably going to be the guy that cost me a fantasy this week. And I don't know how the Cardinals lost that game, but whatever. I mean, I'm just, I'm so frustrated. Oh, and the guy I was playing this week started Aaron Jones. I think he thought he was going to come back from the dead. I mean, I, he's basically in a body bag, and he started it. I saw it. I saw it. I mean, week two, and already got people not filling out like Everybody and their brother knew Aaron Jones was not playing. Yeah, I know. I knew. I don't have Aaron Jones on my team. I knew. I always tell Billy always asks us, "Hey, for DraftKings, he puts let's say a hundred dollars on f- flyers to try." Yeah, and he's him. still going to beat your ass. No, Billy. No, this guy. I know, but Billy, my buddy, he tries to win a million every Sunday, and he goes, "Hey, who should I start?" And I always give him a guy that's like hurt or I, like I was like Aaron Rodgers one week, or I'll tell him a guy. Oh, that's funny. That's really funny. <laughs> tell him someone that's hurt. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's always like, he's fucking hurt. I'm like, I know he's hurt. That was the joke in it. That's funny. All right. You guys have a great Monday. We'll see you on Wednesday. Um, but those texts are kidding around. But in our fantasy league, people actually do start guys you're that right. are hurt. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. All right. Have a good Monday. Uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Hopefully my week gets better than what it was this weekend. Effing Broncos, Kyle Finnegan, but Team Snacks. Way to go, boys. Way to go. All right. We out. I've thought about eating some Italian for about seven hours. Hey, you think we can get Dion on the show? Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.